Are you interested in hearing about the incentives that the town of Truckee is giving to homeowners to rent their homes to locals and people that work here in the area? I'm Christy Morrison, your Tahoe Truckee real estate expert, and today I'm so excited to interview Shauna Doherty. She works for the town of Truckee. She's the town housing program manager, and she's gonna to talk to us about what the town of Truckee is doing to give incentives to homeowners to rent their properties out to locals, as well as some of the other programs that are going on for expanding workforce housing. So thank you so much. And if you have any questions at all, Shauna's contact will be in here and you can always feel free to reach out to me. Thank you so much. So explain to us, Shauna, like what your role is and how it came to be and, and how you can help people up here. Yeah. My name is Shauna Doherty and I'm the housing program manager at the town of Truckee. It's a new position. This January will be the anniversary of my second year. And really it's a new direction. So it's not about me, but the the setting up and the resourcing of sort of a housing division at the town is new. It's pretty new for a lot of jurisdictions in the past. Housing and responding to housing has fallen to sort of overly taxed planners who are already charged with so many other things. And in recognition that that really wasn't a way to proactively address housing, the town council about three years ago decided to allocate resources to set up this division and this this position. Really what it does is it moves us from sort of a reactive position to just waiting for applications to come in or requests to come in from affordable housing developers to a more proactive. The main emphasis for what I do in my position is under the town manager's department, which is charged with implementing the priorities of the town council. So it's a little, you know, you have community development, which includes planning and building, and then, and then you have engineering and administration that collects the taxes. And then I'm, I sit in the town manager's office because um, housing is such a priority for the town council. So along with setting up this division, um, we also realize that we don't have any program if we don't have any local funding, because really the only funding that you can count on is, and you can't really even count on that, is the state grants and tax financing, which yields, it comes and goes, and it's it's not every year, and it depends on a project. And so we wanted to make sure that if we created a housing division that we had actually had funding to work with um, at a local level. So we worked with polling to see where the community would fall on a taxation. So measure K is a increase in the transient occupancy tax to create funding every year for the next 20 years for housing and open space and fire protection. So important community values on that passed by close to 84% last year. And we started collecting those funds this year and we've used that to fund innovative programs that I'm, I'm going to go into. So that's yeah. pretty exciting when yeah. you have your own money here because then you're not restricted by sort of the exact, you know, the state's um, limits on how you can spend it and who you can spend it on. The programs that we use uh, the Measure K funding for, we have two in place and we're moving towards a third one. Um, and the first one is our accessory dwelling unit program. 
And that started with the state relaxing the standards. So AB 13 relaxed the standards in order to encourage more homeowners creating accessory dwelling units with the hope that some of them would be rented long-term. We have really set up a team here at the town comprised of myself, planning and building team members, and also code compliance to help homeowners navigate the process, whether it's a new construction or you buy a house that has an illegal or unpermitted unit. We're sort of the technical assistance on that. We're also going to roll out two loans and a grant in support of the ADU program. One loan is a $50,000 loan with requires deed restriction of the unit, but that's for new construction. And then we have two products for people who are doing the after the fact process for unpermitted units. One is a $15,000 loan, 1%. It requires you renting to a moderate income person for five years. And then the other one is just a mini grant for $1,000. There's no requirements on who you rent it to. And, and that's just the hope there is that, you know, these sometimes these after the fact ADUs drag on and drag on. And in order to get that financial incentive, you need to permit within a year. And that's on us as well as the homeowner. But we just want to sort of increase those are existing units and we want to bring them up for safety reasons, but also to potentially unlock some housing. I think that's a great idea with the, so the thousand dollars is a thousand dollar grant tour, and then you can use it, whatever. In yeah. Whatever. You turn in your receipts. So mm-hmm. you have to pay fees. You have to pay for drawings. Yeah. You have to pay for an energy audit, all the list of documents you need for your permit. You turn in the receipts to us and then we give you the grant. Oh, cool. Cause I know yeah. like my client did one on St. Bernard this spring and it cost him about $6,000 to yeah. get it compliant. It took about five months but he did, which was yeah. great. So uh, I think, yeah. that, you know, every little bit counts. And yeah. You know, and then if that person, so the way we look at it is you, yeah. you get a grant, a mini grant for the, the ADU program, and then we're going to yeah. move into the second program. Yeah. Cool. And if that person rented 12 months, yeah, they're going to get a grant and basically they would cover the cost of all their fees, right? Oh, because they gotcha. got a grant from the town for renting to a local employee. So the one thing I wanted to add on the ADU piece is just for the realtors out there, Yes. make sure (laughs) that when they are listing or selling a property that they don't, they're careful with the word permitted. So you cannot Mm -hmm. short-term rent ADUs. That's a state law. It's not helpful to list that it has a rental unit in the, Mm -hmm. in the house. And this is great income for you. You need to check with the permit to make sure that's a permitted ADU. Mm-hmm. Not that it's permitted, it's allowed, but it actually has on record at the town a permit that says mm-hmm. that it is a legal ADU. And then the person doesn't call us because we get a lot of calls yeah. and say, I was sold this house that I was told yeah. I, could, I, was, I could rent this. And there's a difference between permitted and permitted. Like permitted yeah. means it physically has a permit, a building yeah. permit that says ADU. Yeah. Not like you're allowed to do it. Right. And so I would just want to get that message out that we're the fallout. I'm the fallout. Yeah. They yeah. get a code compliance and then code yes. compliance says, go work with Shauna to go through the after the fact process. And then I have yes. to deal with a lot of emotions of the new buyers who want to talk me to talk through multiple yeah. times 
but they told me I could rent this. They told me, I was, I don't know what to say about this. It's there's no, there's, that's an unpermitted ADU and you either have to demolish the ADU infrastructure and turn it back into the main part of your house, or you need to permit it as an ADU. Those are your two choices. And just to circle back for clarification, can you short-term rent an ADU or not? no? No, you, you cannot, cannot short-term rent an ADU. Unless, unless it was permitted as an ADU prior to January, 2020. If you have a proof that you permitted as an ADU mm-hmm. prior to January 1st, 2020, you will be able to get a short-term rental registration, mm-hmm. but that's a state law. Okay. So, cause most of our, well, not most, but the way that my clients have used the ADU in the house is usually they'll use the actual ADU for themselves Yes, as their little hideout. Yes. And then short-term rent the actual house. Yes. Itself. And you can do that. And you, you can, can do, do that. that. Okay. okay. You can do that as long as your, the hideout is a permitted ADU. ADU. Yeah. And it's very rare just from my experience to have ADUs actually permitted. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's very rare that yes, I've ever had. Is. I've had sellers take them yes. apart a lot to get them yes. permitted, but yes. I've never. Yeah, it's rare. Yeah. So it's we'll, hopefully it that'll like change in the future. We're changing that. Yeah, yeah. So the next program we have yeah. is our workforce housing grant program. Uh huh. That is a partnership with Landing Locals, where we are thinking behind that was. We have 13,600, here's my number, 13,674, here's my note, 74 (laughs) housing units in the town of Truckee. Our population, our full-time population is, I don't know, a little over 16,000. We technically have enough units to house our people, mas o menos, right? And yet 50% of our housing stock is, is used by our vacation and our second, you know, our second home market. So the question is, how do we, not all of them, how do we provide an incentive for those that it would work for to inspire them to make a behavior change, like be confident to rent to a local employee, feel comfortable if they were met, like what do they need to be able to shift from like their house being dormant, they've moved to Virginia and they inherited a condo, right? Or, and they just, they just don't have the time. They don't know how to go about it. How do we make it easy for them to find a great employee and then give by the cash, the cash in the grant piques their interest. And then B, we pay for the services, the matching services. Landing Locals is a great partner because they have a a database of two to 300 employees and tenants looking for housing. They have their information about who they work for and what they're, you know, what they're looking for. And then we get the houses in and then they do the match. So at first we had one grant, right? It was three that we gave homeowners $3,000 in response to the increased need and wanting to uh, build on the program. We, we went to nine grants this summer and changed the name to, we're just trying to get people in houses. If it's Mm -hmm. three months and it's a leapfrog and hopefully they find another place for six months and then the homeowner extends we just want people to try it out and have a good experience and then hopefully continue on. And so our investment is in the upfront is in hopes that our landlords will, our homeowners will continue and we check in with them. I think this Rhino product would be a great addition, but we do like six months checks on for the tenants and the homeowners and how is it going and try to do like a high touch thing to make sure it's good for everybody. And so far we have 40 homes. In the program right now, we do rooms now. 
We focus the grants based on the employees that you're serving. And so far, so good. It really is focused on that moderate income employee. It's not really geared towards our low income. We feel like the low income is really being covered by our low income tax credit apartments. And this product is trying to meet that employee in the middle who makes too much to qualify, but not enough to sort of just doesn't have access to an inventory. So we're trying to use the grants to increase the inventory of rentals and then have a matching service. You know, it's interesting because there's a lot of discrimination laws and that sort of thing. And Mm -hmm. and I know like Reno, for example, like if there is someone that like trashes your apartment unit, there are ways where they can't just go across the street and trash that one. You know what I mean? So like, have you had that experience where maybe someone wasn't as careful with someone's property or that went through this rental program that was irresponsible, for example? And what do you do when you get somebody? Yeah. So, I mean, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Yeah. So we don't pick the final tenants. That's the homeowner. So we give them a pool and the homeowner picks. Mm-hmm. We say, okay, so you want no dogs, you want three people, uh, whatever. And they, here's the people that would, or next in line who you can choose from. So the, the homeowner picks. So that's take kind of is covering our fair housing act requirements. Mm-hmm. The second thing is because we're, we're only a year in, this is exactly one year that we've been in the program. And so far we, cause we have a relationship with the employers, mm-hmm. I, I'm wondering if that sort of adds a level of accountability because you kind of know that your employers have been called and are part of your housing. With the incentive program, does a homeowner just get it once? Yes. Like you get, okay. So and, you and get, so you can expand, sorry, you can expand. So if you started with three months mm-hmm. and you like it and you expand up to 12 months, you can keep getting a little more grant. Not the, if you could do 12 months, you get the most amount mm-hmm. up to $10,000 if you do three employees. Mm-hmm. But if you did three months and then six months, and then nine and 12, I think it's like 7,000 because you didn't commit up front. Right. Wow. That's still can, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. After your 12 months is up, you can't like continue on, right? It's just- You can continue on with the person with a new lease, but we don't have any additional funding for you. Right. Okay. But our hope is that you would still do it. Right. As, yeah. As just, you're, you know, the people are great and they're paying their rent on time and mm-hmm. yeah. And then the third program that we're just building now that we hope to take to council in January is called our below market rate housing program. It's similar to what Placer's doing. I heard they have their housing preservation program. Mm -hmm. They've got 10 people qualified on the program looking for housing now. So the town would invest in a deed restriction to help a person buy a house. Mm -hmm. And so say like Placer counties is like 15% of the value of the house up to hundred grand. So if somebody qualifies and they're trying to get into a, they get into a house that's for sale for 700 or 600,000, if you can find that, mm-hmm. that's a stretch for them. They sell us a deed restriction for hundred grand. And now they are looking at a $600,000 house. And we, as the town have a covenant on that property. And that builds our long-term inventory of deed restricted housing And the idea behind this is to create a second market. What's going to make it work is if we have a true inventory. And I would love if, you know, you would, someone would come to you and say, I just moved here. We can afford 600,000. And you'd say, hmm, you know, we the the main market doesn't really have that inventory, but we have this second market of deed restricted for sale units. There's about, wouldn't it be amazing if there were like 50 of them? Mm -hmm. And you would say, this is, this is a website you should go. You have to, deed restrict and and there's restrictions and you have to qualify, but 
it's only available for people that work here and you don't have to compete and it's a lottery and all the homes are under 600,000. And, mm-hmm. and so that's what we're trying to do is create that inventory mm-hmm. through buying deed restrictions. And so, yeah, I mean, I think that there is definitely a way to open that up to homeowners to sell their homes in that way, especially if, you know, some people want to do kind of the right thing. And some people, I I mean, I just was with a woman last week who sold her home below market to her tenants because she felt like it was the right thing to do. Oh, that's great. That's great. And so if there is a way to have a program where people have the option. It's almost like giving a donation in some yes. way, yeah. shape or form. Just, just get the word out to homeowners that have owned yeah. their properties for over 20 years. Yeah. You know, they paid a hundred thousand for their house and talked yeah. on or what have you. So I think that that's a viable solution if we yeah. can get the word out to. And it's going to be critical. I mean, we know that it's going to be critical to work with the realtors. You guys are really going to be the ambassadors. And so we have a committee that's um, reviewing sort of what the consultants are helping us. It'd be great, Christy, if you want, it, if you're interested in yeah. being on that, because at the end of the day, we want it to really work in the marketplace. I mean, you're talking to people and you know who would benefit from this and what price points need to be and what restrictions should not be or will be in shaping the program. Because at the end of the day, I'm not selling anything. Whereas you're talking to people and they tell you what they can afford yeah. and you can direct them to this. And like you said, I mean, I'm already getting calls of people that, you know, longtime families that have a rental and they really want to see it go to the workforce. How do they yes. protect it? Yes. They are happy to sell it to somebody, but they want after that person sells it, that it continues to stay in the inventory. Yes. And there are people like that, right? Yes. And so we want to create that tool. And I think also there is talk of like capital gains tax going up to 39%. Mm -hmm. So from a mathematical standpoint, if there are some tax incentives that go along with selling your house into workforce housing, then instead of going half to the government in your tax that you're charged, Mm -hmm. your capital gains tax, Mm -hmm. then instead of that, then you can put it into the workforce housing and and it could be a wash. It could be a financial wash if someone was- Yeah, I'm going to have them look into that. It's a good idea. Yeah. You know, had the wherewithal to figure that yeah. out. It's beyond my yeah. pay grade, but you know. yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna have yeah. our consultants, they I'm yes. gonna have them look, look into that because that's yeah. a great benefit. That's what we're doing. I love it. <laughs> yes, we love it. That's so yeah. great. So we'll have this highlighted yeah. and outlined in our in our article. Great. And, and then we have a website. I'll just send you the link to yeah, it in the, the chat link. box right now. Sure. Yeah. And it's it talks about this below market rate housing program that is in the works and then just all our other programs that people can look at, you know, just to get more information or my contact information or the ADU program or the ADU loans or just the follow-up. Fantastic. All right. Thanks for your time. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye.